What up, what up, what up? It's your married homegirls. You already know what it is. You got your girl, Ty. Dev here. It's Nay. And today, y'all, Dev's gonna hit us with a topic to let us know what we talk about. So Dev, sis, what's on the agenda? Yeah, so the topic that I wanted to do today is how to deal with your kids getting older, letting them go, and dating. Mainly because for me, my only child, she's 17 and she's also a senior this year. And it's like been super crazy, like realizing this is my last year that she's technically my child versus now she'll be 18 soon here. Like I did the math a couple of weeks ago. It was like 20 weeks or less. She was literally about to be 18. It's just so crazy how fast time really goes like for real, for real. What you going to do? You know, for the longest, I thought I was like, oh, yes, I'm finally done with it. Like when your kid's little, like there's like it seems like it's so crazy and you do all these things. And I had this full conversation with my cousin. She was like, it's so hard. It's so hard. I would take to Shayla any day being five and under any day than a teenager to the stage that she is now, because it's nothing compared to what it was back then. It's just so many different levels of worry, don't know what she's going to do and like letting her be her own person and not trying to force her into the choices that I want her to make. So right now I'm trying to just sit back and like let her learn, but it's so hard to like let her go. That's scary because like I have little ones and I feel like it's hard right now. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, it gets harder. I'm terrified. I'm hard for sure. It does have its benefits. I cannot lie. When, you know, I want something from the store real fast and she has her license, she could just whip to the store, you know, and I don't have to go do it. But at the same time, she has her license and can whip to the store real fast. And that's crazy. Yeah, I I mean, I ain't got them problems. I mean, kind of, but not for real. Like, honesty's a freshman. Malaya is a seventh grader. Sixth grader. She always gets mad because I stay getting it wrong. She's gonna be 13, okay? Uh, and then Boogie is my baby. So I I feel like I'm in this weird phase where because I have kids spread across through all age groups, bro. I don't you know if I'm coming or going. Like I bruh, help me pray for your girl. Cause I mean, I come to you obviously, Deb, and I'd be like, bruh, you done been through this, da, 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 da. but then I have Chardonnay who hits me up like, I'm happy you're going through it first because I just, I'm going to come to you for advice. Like, dog, I need advice. I told Chardonnay today, like, I feel like I'm raw dogging it through life without protection, no lube, like raising these kids. I need help. <laughs> I think it's crazy because we're all like in different stages with our kids. And I most definitely told Ty earlier, like, thank God that you're going through this first because I don't know what I'm going to do. Like sitting back and listening to y'all gives me a little bit of motivation. And like, I'm glad I have y'all where I can get the tips and tricks because I have a one-year-old, I have an eight-year-old and a 12-year-old. So I'm not like, my oldest is at that preteen stage where he thinks that he's grown and we got to check him and knock him down a little bit. He think he want to date and stuff like that. But it gets worse and I'm not ready. <laughs> I will definitely say the hardest years was tw- like to like right before 12 to like right after 15. Those were some Well, tell me but, why. Why? 
I guess because it's like at that age, they're realizing, hey, I'm actually my own person, not just your child, but I get to choose what I like to do. You can't just tell me, oh, I'm going to put you in a pink dress or like for me, because it breaks my heart to Shayla's not as girly as I would wish her to be like to the point where like I will do her hair and she would literally make herself throw up because she didn't want me to do her hair or she won't let me paint her nails. And it's like, while your kid is little, they're malleable, right? Like you can make them play sports because you love sports or you can make them do these activities or maybe enroll, maybe is a better word or whatever. But when they get old enough to have their own voice and they're like, hey, I actually don't like that. You like that. So I don't like that. I don't want to do that. So like changing that idea of what you had for them. And I was talking to Ty about this a couple months back or whatever, just going through things, whatever. Like, I think that's the hardest thing for me is my child not living up to the idea that I had for her and her choosing her own life. And as a parent, let letting her go, like even with sports, it was crazy. Like she'd go out of town with the sports teams to play tournaments or whatever, like allowing her to let her go because at the same time, she has to learn. I can't keep her bundled up and in, into my beliefs and my views because she's literally her own person at the same time. So those years were really hard because, you know, testing, I guess, my strength, my my wit. I'm also glad that she did test me in those ways. But I have also a child who's always been on honor roll. Like I have never she's a senior in high school. I have never once been called by the school for her to be in trouble Like she's never been in trouble outside of our home. So it's such a hard balance because I know she's such a good girl, but at the same time, she'd be, she'd be testing my inner thug wants to come back out sometimes. (laughs) Not the inner thug. I feel like I'm going to just keep the buck. I feel like both of y'all tried me this week with these kids. I ain't going to hold you because I got Nate talking about some. Oh, I'm happier going through it before me. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. And then you, Dev, go hit me with the dang. I just realized you about to have two teenagers in the house. Like, bro, y'all don't think I know this. Y'all don't think I'm going crazy. Y'all don't think I got gray hairs popping out. I don't need to be reminded that I'm about to be in Ward War Three for three years, bro. Like, I'm gonna be at the gym for two and a half hours a day. You feel me? Like, I already got it down. Like, I know exactly what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be in the gym. I'm going to be in Dallas at Dev's house. I'm going to be up the street and up the street at Nave. I, look, I'm a, you think you pulled a good prank on me the other day or the couple weeks ago, Dev? I'm about to pull a prank on everybody and go ghost. Like, y'all not going to, where is Waldo? I'm not doing it. I'm already dealing with the fact that, like, bro, one will have an attitude one day. One will be super nice and be like, mommy, I just came out here to chill with you. I want to watch TV with you. And I'm like, dad, let's cuddle. Then I got the other one like, don't touch me. Don't look at me. I'm going in my room. And then we'll randomly come out and like pat me on the back. Like, I'm doing a good job, bro. Baby, like, I promise you, Chunk will come out here talk. Like, she'll come out and I'm like, can I have a hug? You know what I mean? Because yeah, I'm a loving mom. Like, I will hug on these kids. I will kiss them, all that. And Chunk hates being touched. Like, she is legit me outside of the family. I hate being touched. But she is like that with us. So I'm like, can I have a hug? She's like, I don't want to be touched right now. You're going to make me feel uncomfortable if you touch me. So I'm like, (laughs) all right, like, please, like, 
begging my child to give me a hug. Like, I just want to be loved. And she'll be like, no. And I'm like, chunk. So then honestly, like, give mommy a hug. Dang. Like, what's your problem? Shorty will come up and pat me on the back. Like, it's okay, guys. And walk away. Or no, she's like, it's okay, gang. And walk away. Like, (laughs) But your kids are naturally funny. Like, they be trying to touch you. And I just be cracking up. And you be so mad. My feelings be hurt, so I don't need reminders that I'm about to have two teenagers in the house come December 27th and January 2nd. I don't need that reminder. I'm stressed out, y'all. So how am I dealing with the kids getting older? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think it's different, though? Like, because you guys, well, obviously your girls are going to hit their teenage monster years before your son like, is Chardonnay's different because her son's older than her daughter? So I wonder, like, is there, do you think there's a difference? I think so. Like, my son more so, like, he's in this stage, and, and I'm glad that you made that statement earlier about at this age, like, this 12-year-old range, that's when they start, like, voicing themselves and who they want to be and stuff. So I feel like he's definitely doing that, but then he does like, does it his way. And, like, he'll catch an attitude if I tell him, son, don't wear no Crocs to school. It's cold and raining outside. Put some actual shoes on. Now he has a little hissy fit and he don't want to go to school. Or he'll go in his room and close the door. And then there's times where I'm like, come on, son. Come out here. It's movie time. And he just want to sit in front of his game and play his game. And I'm like, what? I don't understand what this is. But he wasn't like that last year. Mm. Like, I didn't have those issues before. Now... Yeah, he's not with the business. He just want to do his own thing. Yeah, to Shayla, I, like, I just called him a monster. Like, for years, I called her a monster. And, like, my mom, she'd get upset sometimes. And I'd be like, look, to Shayla's for the streets right now. Like, not for the streets. <laughs> do you know what that means? What do you mean? Do you know what for the streets means? <laughs> like, she's outside causing a ruckus. No, that's not what for the streets means. <laughs> Oh, no. What does it mean? I swear we're the same age. I'm not going to say this every time. What does it mean? Yo, Nay, I know you just muted yourself. Do you hear this? I did. That's what I kept. So I mean, I'm out in the streets, like, hiding, like, being bad. These hoes for the streets. These like, hoes is for the streets. For the streets, like, yeah, yeah. Street, street. Like they out there, like yeah, yeah like community for the street. community. <laughs> yeah, um, they getting they getting passed around ping pong like whack a mole for the streets. Like <laughs> live is not she not for the streets, bruh. She just a teenager. <laughs> Dev is like <laughs> yo, I'm about to look. So you know, you stay on Google or whatever. I'm surprised you ain't never look it up. Uh, I'm trying to go to Urban Dictionary to give you the act, exact thing for For the Streets. Here we go. The phrase is typically used to accuse women of being sexual, sexually promiscuous. If a woman belongs to the streets, she isn't sleeping with just one person. This slang commonly appears online as a catchphrase or copy-paste and memes as captions. She for the streets. <laughs> I promise y'all. Wasn't for the streets, bed. Wasn't for the streets. She was being bad. She was being bad. <laughs> Yo, can I just say a joke real quick? It's probably not a joke, but like, I promise y'all, Dev is our age. I am, as we already found out on the first episode, I am the oldest. Y'all, this just reminded me, my mama gonna get mad. 
couple years ago, my mom used to always like, like when you drink your stuff fast, she's like, dang, deep throat. That's what she used to say. And I had to like, <laughs> mom, do you know what that means? She was like, yeah, it means you drinking stuff fast. I tell people that at work. I tell people oh, that at church. No, like, no. yo, I told her what it meant. My mom is high yellow. Like she is a yellow. Yo, she turned so red. It was like, cause she was telling my daughter at that time, like, dang, deep throat. So down. I was like, no, like she three. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's oh, how I feel right God. now with four. You want me to add on to this side note? What I had just found out, like maybe like a year or two years ago. Okay, so we're yeah, like I like to play games too, right? Board games all day. So we were playing some board game. I can't even remember. And me and T were like, we had just moved in together, and we're playing. We're right. We're playing. I'm, you know, I'm competitive. I don't, I don't believe in letting anybody win. So I win the game, right, against. Terrence and Shayla, and I'm like, yeah, that's why I skated on y'all. <laughs> what? <laughs> why are you like? That? <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> why did you think skated meant? <laughs> so Terrence looks at me dead in the face, and he's like. What did you just say? I was like, I speeded on y'all. That's what happens when you play a champ, right? So I'm still heavy and like that I just won. And he's like, do you know what that means? And I was like, yeah, like the yin gang twins. Ah, oh, skeet, skeet, like I got you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, after that quick little moment, Terrence then explained to me what skeeted meant. And in my head, yes, and out loud, and I told him, I was like, I tell that to everybody that I skeeted Bro. on, them, especially like when we when we had played a game and I won. Like, oh my gracious! Yeah, and I was like, nobody has ever corrected me ever. And for those of you who are listening who may not know what skeeted means, it is basically a term <laughs> referring to a man releasing his sperm by means of ejaculation, just in case. So that basically. She basically said she won I the just board game. ejaculated on you. So she, so she ejaculated because she won the board game. When yeah. you play a champ, yeah. you get ejaculated on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, good to know. Good to know. But all right, back to the conversation. <laughs> so I would tell my mom this, I guess now not realizing that's what that meant. And I'd be like, don't worry, one day she'll come back to us. <laughs> Oh my gosh, <laughs> now full circle, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah. And you know, it did take a little bit and she's she's not all the way back, but she's she's getting there. But I think it takes a long time for like children to realize what everything entails versus when you're in that teenage mind. It's it's just two totally different things and I I can never compare myself with her mindset either because to Shayla's almost 18, I was already a mom. So like I already had my own plate. So I was making adult decisions, but I also was making adult money. I had my own place. I had all my own things. So I couldn't make those adult decisions because I was choosing to put myself in those situations versus to Shayla and most kids, they don't choose to move out of their house at 16 years old and do these things. And I wasn't exactly 16 when I moved out, but I was going back and forth for a while. And then I got my own place or whatnot. But it's just, it's definitely hard. And she, she fights me because I only have one rule 
for her and that's I don't want her to date in high school which she's been testing my boundaries on this rule for quite some time and she doesn't she doesn't understand fully why I'm saying those things to her but it's it's so hard so I guess one of my curiosity was how do y'all feel about allowing your children to date and if so what age do you think is appropriate yeah I mean um I'm okay with them dating in high school. I actually want them to date in high school. Um, as far as age limits, I don't have an age for it. To me, it's going to be about emotional like intelligence. And are you okay with knowing that the likelihood of the first person you date in high school is not going to be your forever? Like, are you are you understanding that you're going to get your heart broke? Um, and it's funny because before Stink started high school, she, this girl was brave enough and asked, like, can I date? And I was like, no, no, you can't, right? Like, and I hadn't even gotten into the reasoning behind it. My daughter, when she's about to cry or when she's crying, her eyes turn green. So like, she can never lie and be like, I wasn't crying. I had my back turned towards her when I said no. And then I look over, bro, her eyes are already green. I'm like, this is exactly why, like you haven't even heard the reasoning. You're already crying because you can't date. Like you are not emotionally strong enough to go through that. And the reason I want them to date while they're still under my roof is like, I want to be able to go through, not as I can't necessarily go through their heartbreak with them because they're going to want, they're going to have to go through it alone. You know what I mean? But I'm going to be there to kind of help them through navigating these new emotions that they've never felt before. Um, and I also, because they have such an amazing father, I want him to also give them the real from a man's perspective of like, bruh, to this who you trying to date? Let me tell you the real, real quick. So like, I really hope that they do date in high school. Obviously, I'm not going to push it on them. But my husband and I, we've already like agreed that it's based on emotional intelligence and emotional stability, not an age. Because think about to be 15. Maybe at 15, she like, I don't know what the next few weeks or the next six months are going to hold for her in her life. So maybe while she's still 15, she does become emotionally, you know, capable to now have a boyfriend then maybe we'll allow her to date at 15 or maybe at 17. I don't know. Whereas fat, she may get it right away. And we'd be like, okay, she's ready. I don't, I don't know. So I'm not comfortable with putting an age, but like, yeah, I, I want them to date in high school. I think like for me is um, a little bit different, of course, because I, all my kids are younger, <laughs> um, but I never thought about it from that point of view that Ty just mentioned about waiting until they are, more like mature enough today i never thought about it within the aspect i was going to ask y'all what age did y'all think was inappropriate i have told my son well they don't think about boys like she don't she just worried about cheer and tumbling around somewhere avery she a baby she don't count son he like we've told him that he couldn't date um because i do feel like he's too young um, and I don't, he not mature enough to, to date. And he like, we, we want to teach him, make sure you be inappropriate, make sure he got all that down the line first. Um, but he still does it behind our back. So <laughs> like, I'll go through his phone and I'm like, who is this girl? My friend. And then I start reading and I'm like, this ain't no friend. Like y'all not talking like friends. Like it just, like, I don't remember it being like that in middle school, but then again, maybe it was um so i really don't know about like an age i feel like me and my husband base it off of his maturity like 
can he be appropriate? Can he remain respectful? Does he know boundaries? Like, does he understand those things? And I honestly don't know what age they start to show that. I'm kind of embarrassed to say that, but um, he is our first, so. Yeah, I don't think it's a matter of, like, embarrassment at all. Like, it's so difficult because we all have our own different experiences. And I guess the reason, my main reason why I'm that way is because I was so young when I got in my first relationship and it was nothing but abuse. And based on Google, teenage relationship, let me read my, let me pull up. High school slash teenage relationships based on Google, 89% involve some type of toxic or abusive behavior. So to me, that is very relevant because that was exactly things that I experienced. So I was trying to save to Shayla as much as I could from her own heartbreak. Like I get your concept of like Ty, you said, like letting them date when the house so you can help them or see symptoms or signs of things that might be going on wrong like that. But I, I, I'm not against it at all. I just, maybe it's cause I, I went through so much traumatic experiences that it's like, I don't want her to ever go through those things. And unfortunately for herself, she didn't listen, did it anyways experience experienced some of those not to the degree that I did but still and I was like so then after everything kind of happened I, I'm really big on not saying like I told you so but it was like okay well what well this is exactly why I'm saying that I don't want you to do that not necessarily because of her like I think Tashayla is very mature for her age as far as like everything she's been through and stuff like that I don't know how other people raise their kids and based on how these kids are nowadays it's wild like Mm -hmm. how they act like oh they just want to be famous and like all up in these instagram and social medias and oh what's the next big thing or what if you can't offer me this like like kids are awful and horrible and i'm just like i i don't remember that part of kids when we were growing up i remember us obviously like dating and doing these things but never escalated to how it is nowadays. No, I agree. I agree. These days, um, kids are just set up a lot different. Like I think that, and I think that a lot of it is influenced by them always on social media and YouTube and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because um, yeah, the other day I was sitting back, I'm like, did that happen when I was in middle school? No, like we was outside playing jump rope with telephone cords and sitting on a green box talking and stuff like that like we wasn't worried about going to go like do stuff we wasn't supposed to do and run around the neighborhood being bad and stuff at least I wasn't I gotta uh politely disagree with both y'all real talk I think that so I guess first part I get what you're saying Dev. like look there's a lot of abuse emotional abuse toxic abuse whatever in high school and like truly you're so young you don't know what to accept so you tend to accept all this terrible things thinking it's normal because you are in in such a like unsure and uncertain part of your life where like you really don't know what to accept. But I think at the same time, it all starts in the house, right? So it's like, as long as she sees that you, like how you and T are, how T treats you, what you will and will not accept. I think, and this is the the outside looking in, you have raised to Shayla to know what's right and what's wrong. But I think she's also going to have to go through some type of heartbreak in order to start creating her own boundaries of like, okay, my mom, she's giving me the real. I don't want to accept it because it's my mama. Like, that's just how kids are. Like, they moms can tell them everything. 
But like, for some reason, they think we're wrong. I was the same with my mama. My mama could tell me stuff. I'm like, you wrong, Helen. Like, you made that up. That's not real. And now I'll be apologizing to her. I'll be calling her like, my, you was right, bro. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Um, so to me, it's like, I, I get what you're saying of like protecting her from that. But I think for me, I'm way more afraid of them not experiencing it in my house where I can control the outcome and be able to see the signs of this is happening than them moving out or at college and on campus or whatever. And they're going through it. I don't see them every day. So then I can't see the signs of possible abuse, you know, whether it's emotional, physical, whatever, like I can't see the changes. All I know is they're not answering the phone anymore as often or whatever, you know? So like, and it's hard to really pull it in from that point because when you're in an abusive relationship, sometimes you're so deep, it's hard to see the way out. So that's what's hard for me. I have a question. So both of y'all, Otis, are like fully teenagers and about to be full-blown teenagers. And you just said that um, one thing that you want to do is to make sure that you protect them in your house so that you can, you know, stop it before it gets worse do y'all feel like at the age that y'all girls are at now that even in the house they would try their hardest to hide some of them symptoms so that you don't know so really it wouldn't matter whether they're in the house or out the house because in the house they could still try to hide it because they don't want to make you upset or do you feel like even though they're in the house and they're trying to hide it you would still notice I think, yeah, they're going to try to hide it. That's any teenager, any adult, like you try to hide whatever it is you're going through from the closest people to you. Parents who know to check in with their children um, consistently, you can pick up on little cues. Like, I think some people are, we'll talk about me, right? Like, super vulnerable moment here. I battle depression and anxiety. And I think that there are times throughout my life where I hit it very well high functioning anxiety. No one knew. They just thought that like, I just wanted to be the best of the best all the time. Um, and didn't really correlate of like, this is not consistent behavior. This is weird. And the same with my depression. Um, because I'm standoffish at times anyway, I could go days without talking to people and some people wouldn't notice. Whereas like, I think people who are extremely close to me, like you two, Y'all know when something ain't right, whether it's the fact that like I've stopped communicating or the way that I'm communicating or the way that stuff ain't like organized, et cetera, like you pick it up. And I think it's the same way with children. Like, absolutely. I'm not going to play that my house is perfect because it's not. And there's been times where my girls have gone through certain things and they've done their best to hide it from me. But I pick up of like, hold on, shorty in her room, door shut, it's dark, and she's on her phone, like, for a long, you know, like, scrolling for longer than what she normally does, or she's not really eating the same portion she would eat, like, something is going on, and that's what then, for me, as a parent, what we've incorporated with my girls to make them feel comfortable is, if you are afraid to tell me something to my face, because you don't know, one, how I may react, or two, for yourself, you just don't feel safe for whatever that reason is, they will write it down and they'll give it to me to read. And our agreement is that I will never respond vocally. Instead, I will write it back to them. So we have a notebook that we go back and forth with. And it's for that very reason. Like I am going to meet my children wherever they're comfortable. I don't care what it looks like. So that's what I mean by like, I'd rather them go through something in my house because I can quickly see it and quickly respond and pivot versus they live in 
you know, 20 miles away from me and I can't just pull up on them because that's their house. That's their privacy. They dictate who can come over. I don't know if they fall into something and I can't help them out. That's what I mean by that. That makes sense. And that's why I, I took that journal idea from you. I got all, well, both of the kids journals for Christmas and I want them to start writing in it and then giving it to us so that we can do what you just said. Cause I remember you telling me about that. I think it was like two years ago or so. And I'm like, that's a good idea. Because I'm not saying that I wouldn't recognize the signs, but sometimes I just like, I can only use Son as an example because he's a preteen. But sometimes I just think that, oh, he just want to be in his room playing his game because he does get quiet out of nowhere, you know? Yeah, I, I do agree. Like saying it that way, I do think kids will try to hide as much as they possibly can. But I also think like when you have a close relationship with somebody, you're going to feel when that dynamic is off. Um, I'm, I did try the journaling thing, but for us, it didn't work to Shayla's definitely wants to be more one-on-one. It would not always will she first just come forthright with it when she was younger. It was like, I'd have to ask her a few times and then she'd finally tell me what was wrong. Now, like the situation that happened last week, she told me right away instead of me having to find out. So I think it's just different stages in that. I just, it, it maybe just my crazy head. I mean... I don't know, maybe just because that's the only rule that I have. Like, that's the only thing I can hang on to because I don't have any other rules. <laughs> and I know when people be like, when they be hearing like, I don't got rules. They're like, how don't you have rules? Like, I think you've done such an amazing job at raising Tashayla. And I can, I could for real say that because we went to school together. So I saw you with the whole conception to like you stepping up as a teenage mom. Like, and you've been there. It wasn't where you were like, oh, I'm going to pawn her off on someone else. Like, you've been an amazing mom. And I think that you and Tashayla's dynamic is completely different than most teenage moms and their kid. Cause usually it's like, we friends, you my home girl, da, 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 where y'all definitely have a mother daughter relationship. She know you mama and you know, she's your child. So like, I think you've raised her in a sense of she's seen you grow up and she's been able to learn from any kind of possible mistakes you may have had. And even like growth opportunities, she's seen that. So you've been honestly blessed to not have to have a lot of parameters because Tashayla is genuinely a good kid. Yeah. Um, now me over here in this house, we got rules, baby. <laughs> we got rules, 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 and you gonna follow these. I have my kids sign a contract, so we we get down over here. <laughs> I I did that too. I did that too with the contract thing, and um, as far as like chores and behaviors and stuff, and that's when she was. That's when she was again. That's always when she was stages when she was younger. Now it's more like she knows what's expected. I don't have to tell her certain things. She, like I said, if it wasn't just that's the only rule that I have that she's really testing me on. And I'm just like, I don't want to give in because it's like, I feel like at that point, I'm allowing me to let my daughter get hurt. It's it's weird. Like, I don't know why I think that way. You have to let her get hurt. You have to. She's hurting herself. She's hurting. Trust me. She's plenty hurting herself. You know, she's plenty hurting herself. Yeah. Yeah. Nay, I know you said that like Trevon be sneaking and trying to date. Does Tashayla sneak and try to date? That's why I said she's been breaking the rule, the boundary. That's why I said that. So then you might as well just let either you're going to keep getting upset and pissed off because she's going to keep dating or pivot and create new rules and new boundaries. Like that's my thing. I, I am a firm believer in rules that you set when the kids are younger are likely not going to be the same rules because you're both going through seasons with each other. Like I, 
Y'all, I'm telling y'all today, like, it's based on maturity and it's based on this. I don't know if in six months I'm like, y'all got tired of these kids asking me and me and they'll finally say, yeah, like, I truly don't know that because they're seasons, you know, of whatever. But I feel like as a parent, our goal is to, one, raise good human beings, to teach them the real so that when they do move out, they are well equipped to handle their own. And three, like be able to show them that it is okay in life to pivot from certain parameters and views of you have of your life. Because like, if you're stuck one way, then you're going to be like me and Deb and have crazy OCD and not be able to like allow somebody else to label a box because we know how to label it. We know how to label it. Right. So it's like, you gotta be able to pivot because this is an unknown space for you. You didn't predict this years ago when you made the rule. I think about that and I hear you. I hear you. I promise I heard you. (laughs) It might be coming out this year a little bit. It's like, I, it's like, it's like weird. Like, it's like, I blindly openly know she's doing it, but it's like, don't just don't add more disrespect to what I'm already tolerating. That's my issue with it right now. Like I'm already trying to weave myself into accepting it. Don't add more disrespect onto it before I can get there. Especially because for me in my situation, my daughter will be 18 before she graduates high school. So at that point when she's 18, then it's in my head like, oh, shoot, now she's 18. I don't want her to be like, oh, I want to do whatever I want and then leave home before she graduates or something like that, too. So it's like more of like a worry thing because all kids, depending on their birth date or month, right? Something like that. It depends on how Mm -hmm. old your senior year in high school. You can have a technically an adult child as a senior in high school. It's kind of a, it's a weird space for sure. Time goes so fast. It's so crazy. Like, so wait, so when she starts dating though, like say she's still living in your house and she starts Mm -hmm. dating after she graduates from college or high school, how involved are you going to be in these relationships since you don't want her to get hurt? So we've kind of talked about that because obviously she's, like I said, she's a senior. We've kind of talked about that a little bit, like what she's going to do for her plans after high school. And she's not solidified on any of them. But I told her, look, I'm not saying you have to move out. Like that's not, I'm never going to kick you out or say you can't be here unless you're doing something crazy or something like that. I just don't see her doing that. But I told her, you know, obviously the rules will be different as you, an adult child living in my home, because this is my home at the end of the day. You live here. This is your house. This is my home. There still be rules. You can't just bring be bringing people up into my house. That's not ever going to happen. I would still res- expect some type of respect as far as like, obviously, I would like to meet the person, or at least meet their parents, because that's just kind of, I just want to see. I feel like as parents and people, like we have certain gauge on the people that our people are bringing around us. So I would definitely want to meet them. But as far as that, like at that point, I could only ever give her advice if she asked for it. Like I can give her my opinion, like after I meet them, oh, I liked them or I didn't like them or do I feel like they're genuine and stuff like that. But that's kind of where I'm taking it is now. And it's it's kind of a weird thing because it's like I'm a married mother, but my child is not my husband's. And because of his own decisions, her father took himself completely out of the picture. So, I mean, it has been years since I've had to deal with any of those situations. So like, I'll try to get the advice of Terrence and he's just like, he just thinks so differently. So I can't even talk to him sometimes because he's he'll be like, she's already doing it. She's already doing it. You know, she's already doing Me it. Me and him be on the same page. I know, I hate page. it. I hate it. Between you, all my T's, all my T's, what's up with y'all? It's y'all my be- Aquarius in me, so like, I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> 
ganging up on me. I'm just like, what about you, Nay? When your kids start dating, like, how involved are you going to be? I don't know. I really don't. Like, I want to, of course, meet the the girl for son and the boy for Malay and AB and, like, the parents and stuff like that. But it's so hard for me to answer because, like, I'm, like, I'm hearing what y'all saying. And in my mind, I'm like, how do I apply that to my little kids? Like, this is scaring me a little bit. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna need a whole bunch of wine when they get to the dating age. But like if it was like right now, I would be so involved because son is just son, okay? And I would just be like, I need to just make sure you're doing the right things or like tell his dad, jump in, make sure he's doing the right things. I try to like I'm trying to get better at letting go and letting his dad correct him versus me but y'all I'm very controlling so I'll be sitting there and then I'll hear him correct him and then I gotta always add in my little two cents so when it comes time to date and I really want to learn how to like step back and let him and his dad connect and then let me connect with the girls but still let son know like you know I'm still here I still want to be involved and you know support you and stuff like that it's to say like how involved would I be as far as like taking them places and stuff like I really can't answer that I don't know I just know I'm terrified <laughs> I know so that. that question yep you said that based on their maturity and intelligence that you would allow your children to date and you definitely want them to date in high school are you going to be so involved that you're taking them like dropping them off on dates let me tell you something shorty I'm going to be involved, okay? I'm, they going to get tired of me. I'm not going to... If they if they can drive themselves, you drive yourself. Like iPhones, shout out to Apple. I can see where you going anyway. So if I see that you parked at a park, guess who pulling up at that park too? What are we doing? Why, why, what, what, we, what are we trying to see? This, this ain't no movie. These are trees. You know what I mean? So like, it lets you try to stop sharing your location, baby. I'm right there. Like, no. That's what I, so I, I think. What if they stop sharing the location? Bruh, stop if you want to. Yo, yo, mom is crazy. <laughs> like, they don't, I think I think they need to realize how crazy of a mama they got. And the crazy part is how crazy of a daddy they got. Because L ain't playing no game. Like, y'all came to the bar. Y'all laughing because y'all know it's true. Y'all came to the bar renewal. First off, as much as Stink wants to date, I don't know if she's ever going to truly be able to date because. The way she was doing her speech and everybody, all the men's was like, yeah, yeah, they got to come through us. Like, them boys going to be scared to date her. They're going to be like, we got to deal with your daddy, your uncles, your adoptive uncles, the 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 male friends your daddy just met, and your mama. Now, the Lawrence girls is off limits. Like, that's what's going to happen. For some reason, a little boy does pass all the tests, which means I got to meet his parents. Um, he has to come and knock at this door. Like, I really want it to be that old school, like, respect thing. And he sits down and has a conversation with us and asks us to date our child. My child better not come in his house and be like, little Tony want to date. Who little Tony? And where is he? Like, where's his mama? Who raised him? (laughs) Yeah, like, so no. For a Titan, I already told my husband, what I'm raising, like, yes, he's he's responsible for raising my son. But when it comes to dating, baby, this boy going to know how to treat these girls. And I'm a snitch. So let you bring think you bring a Rebecca one day, Mary another day, Miranda and Deshae another day. I'm going to be like, dang, Deshae, you know, Renee was just here two days ago. And so was Lashay. I'm telling it all. Oh, you're going to be so mad. You're not going to have no, like, you're not cycling women through this house. So 
yeah, I'm going to be involved in that sense of like, you need to treat your spouse respectfully. And that's in front of me and in front of their parents. And if I see that you a dog, whether you are male or female, like whether it's think fat or boogie, if y'all are dogs, your spouses is going to know for me because I'm not playing that game. Like I didn't raise you to be this way. And when they come home crying with their first heartbreak, I'm going to give them some ice cream. We're going to watch some heartbreak movies. We're going to listen to Heartbreak Hotel by Whitney Houston. We're going to listen to I'm Going Down by Mary J. Blige. And then they're going to thug it up, put the, stick their chest out, put their chin up, and go to school and be the baddest girl walking. Like, what's up? So y'all need me to pull so, up on y'all's kids? Let me know. I'll pop out a bush and be like, what are we doing? Question out of curiosity. So do you, since you guys have children in your marriage together, do you guys both feel the same like your views on dating the same for both of y'all like or do you guys have conflict like oh l don't want the girls to ever date because you know how like guys are like that with their daughters mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. conflict over here and it's uh, so for us it is my husband saying that malay can't date and he's like you'll never date never. you're not allowed to date he is so protective over her and i'm like no that's not fair because you will tell son that he's allowed to date but malay can't date like, like so he ha- doesn't want her to ever date he does he does not want her to date at all so he's like me and i told him i told him that's not realistic at all but it's him like being a protective thing but when it comes time to son I'm like, how are you just going to turn like that? Like, he's a boy. He's a boy. So we we disagree, but we agree to disagree. So we've had conversations on how we'll handle dating. And he knows that when Malay gets older, she will, he's going to have to go through that phase where she has a boyfriend. And we'll battle him handling that when that time comes. But then he also knows how, like, no matter how much it may bother him in front of her, don't show that and he more recently just started he learned that um with the whole thing with her hair and stuff he learned how to tackle that um issue stuff like that but it's it's definitely not agreement in our house (laughs) i'll be talking like oh these girls can't ever date or whatever but like in the same breath and we have conversations about emotional intelligence so i think he knows that they're gonna date he knows it's gonna happen he just doesn't want to accept that his daughters are growing up for Titan, nah, bro, we do not see eye to eye on Titan. Like, I know one of the things you were like, is it different between boys and girls? Absolutely in this house. And it's frustrating. Like, I, we both agree on the whole emotional intelligence thing, even with him. So it's not like he's going to be able to date earlier. It's all going to be based off his emotional intelligence as well. Mm-hmm. However, like, when I be like, I'm going to tell if Sandra, Jolene, all them at the, I'm telling, it'll be like, nah, you can't do that. Did it? But let your girl, let your daughters get played, then you have a problem. So yeah, me, Malaya, and honestly have already told these boys in this house that we all going to be snitching together. It's going to be a collective unit. If I don't tell, your sister's going to tell. So that's where we don't be eye to eye is I think men typically have a view of raising your boys of like, they got to go through this. They got to learn how to, you know, whatever. And it's like, no, I don't want my son for the streets in the real way for the streets, not in the way that you thought it meant. So <laughs> when, uh, I went to Google. The reason I asked that about the boys and the girls, the average age for a girl is 12 and a half to start dating. And the average age for a boy is 13 and a half. I'm getting, I'm about to have an exact. 12 exotic. and a half for what? a girl. The average oh. age. My heart is beating so fast. Her little fast tail better sit down somewhere. That's what she better be doing. I, <laughs> And I, Cause it didn't really go into much detail. Like as far as like ratios, like of, 
disagreements between like spouses on the dating thing. The only thing that came up is they had like these different charts and I really didn't understand them, but they said based, did race matter? Like, do you care if your child dates outside your race? I do care. You do care? Yeah, I do. Do you really? Why? I do too. I care. Um, and when I say I care, it's not to say that I care to the point where I would say, no, this person's not black. You can't date. I care depending on who it is, how that person was raised, what their background is, if they got racism in their family. Like, I care enough to where I I want to meet this family and know what their traditions are and, you know, how she or he was grown up and raised and stuff like that like that's what I mean by I care not I care as a no but I'm I'm yeah no we going because it's too much racism going around and this though what you say mm-hmm. I think everybody is racist and has prejudice yeah absolutely I agree with that I ain't never think you just like, don't know it yeah, yeah. I, I, that's what I mean by I care I do care about who they're dating and the race but in a different sense I want them to date all different races I want that for them or and if you cannot date different races then I want you and I'd be joking like oh I want you to get a black king or a black queen like I'd be joking but like realistically I want them to experience different cultures because I'm biracial so they're technically biracial you know what I mean so it's like who am I to then be like you can only date one race that's contradicting myself that's crazy um but I also feel that the more you are able to experience different cultures the more removed any kind of unconscious biases that you yourself have because you're opened up to different cultures. However, I completely agree with you too, Nay, of like whatever race, whomever they date and whatever, like I want to be a part of that to understand like how are they accepting of you? Because there are some races who who do not believe in dating outside the race. So I wouldn't even want my kids to have to go through that of like automatically being like turned down from parents and being treated terribly like, to me, it's like if you bring home a certain race, and, and I'm not going to bring it up on this podcast, but if you bring home a certain race and I know automatically you're not going to be accepted, I'm going to still be super nice to the boy or girl, send them on their way, and then I'm going to sit my kids down and speak some real film of like, look, I'm happy you like that person. However, mm-hmm. baby, they parents going to treat you like crap. So we're not even going to go down this route. I'm going to let them watch some YouTube, some documentaries, some et cetera, so they can see what I mean. And then if they're still like, nah, mom, I'm in love. We can fight it with love. Do you. But I'm telling you right now, any support that your spouse currently has from their family, the moment y'all say I do, all of that gets cut off. So are you willing to allow your spouse to lose, lose their family because they love you? That's the bigger question. If the answer is still yes, I'm going to stand beside them. But if the answer is no, don't put that, don't, don't put that, don't be selfish because you're in love today and put your spouse through that. Like that I do not agree with. So mm-hmm. that's my whole take on it. Like be real, like a lot of kids, or you you'll have some kids that's not don't have like a lot of these racial tendencies but their parents do mm-hmm. so that's a good point like if that's a thing and then y'all decide to say i do and your significant other loses the family can is that something that can be dealt with because racism goes deep you know yeah yeah i do understand what you're saying for sure for me i don't see race whatsoever I see good and evil. I wouldn't care what color came through the door. Obviously, yeah, I want to meet the person, get those vibes, get those energies, meet their meet their parents and whatnot. 
But for me, no, I, I, I personally could care. And again, I'm biracial too. And if you look at me, people don't think I am what I am, but that's neither here nor there. You can't just pick somebody out because of what they look like. You have no idea how they were raised, what their culture is or anything like that. At the end of the day, you're going to love who you're going to love. So to me, stuff like that, like, I, I get there's always going to be hardships. Why add those extra hardships on? But at the same time, like you can have that in the same same racial family and there's still going to be problems. So it, it goes always. That's why for me, I don't see color at all. We all at the end of the day, we bleed red and I only see either you're a good human or you're a bad human. What I will say is this was a really good topic, especially because we are your married homegirls and we all got kids and many of y'all who be listening have kids too. So we're all in different aspects of raising. If y'all got any advice for Deb of allowing her daughter to date or me where I don't pop out on bushes or Nay, who can help <laughs> give her son the guidance he needs when he's ready to date, let us know. We always here for the advice. Um, we appreciate y'all talking to or listening to us. Deb, what's the topic for next week? So the next topic that I thought would be interesting to bring up will be, hold on, let me see, what was it? Because I kind of forgot which one did I decide. How are you going to forget your own topic? We was going to talk about S-E-X. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about you. (laughs) (laughs) My bad, my bad. So the second, my choice for the next topic was going to be how important is sex and intimacy in a marriage? We appreciate y'all as always for listening in. If y'all got any feedback for us or any questions that you have for us and you want us to bring it up, please feel free to hit us up on IG or comment on any episode on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Samsung, Amazon. I mean, we basically ever everywhere now. Thank y'all so much for listening in. Y'all have a wonderful night. Good evening. Peace. Toodles. Peace.